Welcome to Hostel Homies, a podcast focused on the best parts of backpacker culture. I'm your host, Joe Glasgow. Each week I sit down with a new guest, ranging from the people I meet while I'm abroad to professionals who work in the travel industry. Listen along as they share hilarious and inspiring travel stories, unparalleled recommendations on where to go, and tips for seeing the world on a budget. For Hostel Homies, it's all about the journey, the destination, and the people you meet along the way. Hello, Hostel Homies. This episode is brought to you by The Hostel Group. Visit thehostelgroup.com and support hostels by booking direct. That intro song is still so good. I hope we get to episode like 350 and it's still that same intro song. It's just exactly what should be playing when you're in a hostel and you meet someone and you're like, hey, you want, where are you from? Oh, I've never been there. Do you want to be best friends for like 24 hours? It just feels perfect. The intro music, by the way, is made by Alex Reese, uh, also known as Devore Music. He's very talented. He also mixes all of the episodes and makes them sound as pretty as they do. That's at Devore, D-E-V-O-R-E, music. For anyone who likes his sound and wants to hear more, or for anyone who needs sound engineering, sound mixing work, reach out to him. Happy 2020, Hostel Homies. I missed making episodes. We we took a little bit of a break, but now we are back in full effect. I really appreciate those who kept listening uh, throughout, and thank you so much to everyone who's reached out with nice emails, nice comments about the podcast. That really keeps us inspired and keeps us going. Makes me tear up sometimes, a little choked up. When you're on an airplane and you're watching like something not that sad, but you're just like, <laughs> you get hit with a weird emotion. You're like, I'm just going to let, let these tears out. Speaking of tearing up, this episode is the first episode where the guest and myself, the host, both tear up and cry. Um, so get ready for that. Yeah, we're going emotional in 2020. There'll be some laughs, but this is just a warning that you might get a little choked up on your your ride to work or your... Uh, if you're doing a big road trip with friends and this is playing in the car, just, you know, prepare to maybe see your friends cry. So it'll be, you know, it'll be great. This episode was recorded in Parque de la Huerta del Castillo. Uh, this is a park in Pamplona, Spain. And this was on day five of my experience during El Camino de Santiago. And for those who don't know what El Camino is, it's the walk, the pilgrimage, the way of St. James. This is a walk that has many starting points and many different routes, but all that culminate in Santiago in the northwest of Spain. Uh, I chose to do the most traditional route, which is the French route uh, that starts in St. Jean Pied de Port, which is close to the border of Spain and France. This journey uh, originally was inspired by episode 19, where I talked to Frankie from the Bend Bunk and Brew Hostel. Uh, he told me all about his experience on El Camino, and I made a vow to him that at some point I would do it. So about a year or so later, I happened to be within a seven-hour train ride from the starting point, and that was reason enough. After about six hours of riding from Rive Salt to St. jean pied de port which, by the way, do that train ride regardless. It's just six hours of riding along the Pyrenees. And you get to see a bunch of French people who are just bored with like one of the most beautiful views I've ever seen. I had about four transfers throughout this entire journey. And the last train I got on felt completely different from the rest. It was filled with a bunch of giant backpacks and faces of people who looked really, really nervous and really, really excited. Everyone on that train was about to start El Camino. There was only one seat left when I got on, and the person I sat across from is our guest for today. Florian, better known as Flo Gabriel, from Dusseldorf, Germany. 
I always obsess over the coincidences that happen during travel. Uh, Flo was telling me about his birthday that had happened a couple days before and how tired he was from it. My birthday had also happened a couple days before. I find out that this person I'm sitting across from shares my birthday and is about to start this El Camino journey the same day as me. It's an excited and nervous conversation that turns into a dinner, along with two other people we meet that evening, Jos from Holland and Daniel, also from Germany. During this dinner, I found out a lot more about these three new friends. Everyone opened up in the way that I feel like I only can when I travel. It's this immediate honesty where you feel like you can be completely open because you don't really have the time to build up to it. So everyone goes around the table telling their story, and it turns out that these three guys have all gone through a serious burnout at work. All of them had lost motivation. In some ways, they'd lost hope, and they'd kind of lost sight on why they were doing what they were doing. During the entire dinner, Flo insists that he's not going to start the Camino with us the next day, saying that he wanted to give it a few days before he actually started. After spending about three hours together, hearing the excitement in our voices about the next day, Flo finally decides he's going to join us in the morning and start the Camino. Fast forward to five days later. Flo and I are sitting at a park in Pamplona, Spain, 65 kilometers away from where we started. Please enjoy the conversation with Flo Gabriel. I'm here to answer your questions, my friend. Perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. Can you tell me about your experience with traveling in the past? If, if it's a thing that you do a lot, if it's a thing that you never really do, um, or if it's something you want to do more of. That's the thing. I didn't travel that much in my life. Mm -hmm. um, just holidays. Um, mm -hmm. When you take the plane uh, to um, the typical sites where the German and English, the European guys, mm -hmm. uh, they from Russia went some. It's called I don't know English, Mallorca, since, uh, the yep. Spanish island, yep. um, or uh, like Gran Canaria, mm -hmm. always the Spanish. Uh, long ago, the last time I had really holidays was with my mother girlfriend, mm -hmm. ex-girlfriend, mm -hmm. call it uh, seven years ago. We it's been in, seven years. Seven years. Yeah, we were in Turkey mm -hmm. uh, for two weeks. So it was lovely. Mm -hmm. um, that was the last time I really had a. Uh, Holidays and uh, we we uh, it's a, was no divorce, you know when when I don't know the word uh, breakup. Yeah, break we, up, we, yeah, we broke up and mm -hmm. uh, after that and never went out. Just started in working and working and mm -hmm. working and uh, yeah, I, I missed holidays, but I missed, didn't uh, miss those kind of typical holiday. Right. And you're talking about Palma de Mallorca. I mean, at, that, at yeah, this point, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. mostly English and German people that, <laughs> that yes, are there. Yes, yes. Typical killing. Went to the, don't care about everything. Yes. Everything is safe. Just yes. get into the plane, <laughs> uh, eat and swim and go back to yes. your country. And yeah? that's all. Yeah. And uh, that, no, that wasn't mine. Mm. And uh, so, about, I don't, I'm not sure, eight, nine, ten years ago, uh, there was a German, or is a German comedian, uh, mm -hmm. his name is uh, Harper Kerkeling, mm -hmm. and he does, uh, he did the Camino after he had, uh, what's it called, uh, the, the, the burnout, but mm -hmm. his doctors yeah. told him to slow down. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he decided, okay, I'm to do, oh, oh, I'll do the Camino. Yeah, I'm, the, the book is called Ich bin dann mal weg. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I, I'm gone. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's just, I'm gone. <laughs> and uh, I, read it the first time, mm -hmm. the second time I heard it, mm -hmm. and uh, I was sure I, oh, it sounded so great about yeah. the people he met, and I didn't want to have those experience. So the last years I bought some 
what was it, hiking shoes? Yeah, what's it called? yeah hiking yeah, boots, you, hiking shoes, okay. yeah. Hiking, hiking boots, a year later I bought this rucksack, this, this bag. Mm -hmm. um, and how long ago is this that, that you're reading about the first years. time? Eight, eight years, years ago, eight yeah. Years ago, yeah. yeah. And I told you we, I broke up with my girlfriend, uh, go, went to the new flat. Mm -hmm. uh, there was no exit sign, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just standing up, going to work, came home all day and... Because it seems like the norm, right? Everyone else yes. is everyone else is doing it. Yes, there yeah. was... It's just your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, get up, get to work, get home when it's dark, mm -hmm. uh, feel exhausted. And yeah, I, I think the problem is, and I recognize later, my hobbies, I didn't follow them anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm 43 now. Mm -hmm. uh, I got an artificial hip uh, mm -hmm. 10 years ago with 33, and it's bought all of my life. Yep. And at this time, I had to stop. I can't even play soccer, no tennis, no squash, <laughs> no hockey, uh, because every time I was I was exhausted. Mm -hmm. Not 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 my body, but my brain from yep. thinking. I felt that there was no escape. Mm -hmm. it, it felt like to be in prison without knowing. I started to drink. Mm -hmm. um, because of my brain was working at the evening all the time and I saw no alternative what to do after work. Mm. Uh, at the weekends, the same, just without working. Yeah. Everything was too much. I, I had no, didn't want to move, didn't want to meet friends. When I got a WhatsApp, oh, what the, what the fuck he wants now? Yeah, it just yeah, seems it, like it, work. It was just one app. Yes. Uh, just one uh, message mm -hmm. like, hey, Flo, my friend, what are you doing? Yeah. To, in the evening, another ball. <laughs> In fact, I forgot your question. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, just mixing. No, no. Well, let's let's tie it around to where you are now. I mean, we're sitting here in Pamplona. We're in a park right in Pamplona. In Pamplona. Yeah. We're on day five of El Camino. Right. And as we met, we met on the train the day before, and in, uh, in, on the way to Saint John, uh, the day before we started. And El Camino, as you mentioned before, is something that you've been thinking about doing for a while. A long while. Yeah. A long while, and. It's something that you really want to succeed in. Succeed meaning that you at least want to start it and have some experiences from it, right? Yes. For me, it was always about starting. Mm -hmm. So just to start. Yes, uh, I uh, bought a, a rowing machine or I uh, moved to another home, another mm -hmm. flat near uh, where I was grown up, near the forest, because I love jogging. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get out. Or I didn't got on the rowing machine. It was one meter away. Mm -hmm. But if you take, okay, Kiflo, I'll carry you this meter, <laughs> yeah, and sit you right on your rowing machine mm -hmm. and you start, and it was, it was fine. Mm -hmm. um, so it's in German, it's called Antriebsstörung. So uh, Antrieb is like going forward. Mm -hmm. And uh, this going forward is disturbed. For me, this, this Camino, a Camino I, I wanted to do for years. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was really afraid of. Um, even these days before, um, I wasn't sure. Everything was fine. Mm -hmm. uh, the hotel I booked about one week before, mm -hmm. I, I always pushed it forward mm -hmm. because of being afraid to really have to do it. Of course, I yeah. told you about my, 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 my difficulty to start something. Yes. And I knew if I book it, I have to do it. Yes. And all of my friends, uh, supported me and I knew now it's the right time to do it mm -hmm. you feel when I talk about it mm -hmm. yeah, it it comes to 
by heart mm -hmm. when I talk about it. Mm -hmm. Because I started and uh, when I got there in the train, mm -hmm. I was really thankful to meet a guy from America. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a really joyful evening. Mm -hmm. Really great evening. A really uh, great uh, evening. Yeah. And uh, we met a guy from, from Netherlands mm -hmm. named Jos. Yeah. We even met before, he wasn't there for the Camino, he mm -hmm. was just there. Mm -hmm. And Daniel from Germany. And Daniel from Germany, of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. We sat together, we, we had dinner, uh, we had a beer after that. Mm -hmm. Then they told me, yeah, we start tomorrow at uh, Tuesday. And I said, yeah, I want to see the city, a uh, lovely city of Champion. 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 In fact, I saw the city the first evening because mm. it wasn't that big. <laughs> it was very small. <laughs> it was very small, about uh, one river, uh, two restaurants yeah. and uh, 50 square meters yeah. of night sky. We, we saw it pretty quickly when we were walking <laughs> back from the train station. And I, I even recognized there is no sightseeing to mm. Rome. But I felt like I want to go on Wednesday mm -hmm. because I'm afraid. Yes. I want, I'm afraid of starting. You, you had, I didn't know it at the time, but you said I want to spend a day traveling around the city, doing it. it was kind of an excuse, right? It was kind of you pushing off yes. doing it. Yes, and that is really difficult. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it was difficult to learn mm -hmm. before to see, and I think other people have the same, the same difficulty, mm -hmm. even without knowing. Mm -hmm. um, that they're pushing something away, that they are running away from them, so mm -hmm. something. When I'm honest with myself, I just wanted this this day to, to start. Mm -hmm. Just one twenty, please twenty four hours more. Yeah, push it later. Push it later. Yes, push it later. And those guys told me no, Flo. Start with us tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We'll um, repair about you. Mm -hmm. Give you some motivation, and uh, we start at eight o'clock in the morning. So I was there eight o'clock more. 10 past 8 mm -hmm. and it was so cold <laughs> yeah, it, was it was so cold and <laughs> I was freezing and I was sweating you were sweating so I was, much I was completely soaking wet mm -hmm. even if, with the, when I left my hostel mm -hmm. because of the depression that works in your mind mm -hmm. so it's, it's called the Mandelkern mm -hmm. the thing when, when uh, you sit at the, the 100,000 years ago mm -hmm. at the bonfire mm -hmm. and uh, behind uh, you hear a noise, yeah? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. A, it's a tiger or it's a small rabbit, you yes. don't know. Yeah, and so this your primal is, brain comes yes, back. It's, it's faster than your uh, con consciousness. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah? And uh, so I was sweating mm -hmm. and freezing and even more sweating. Mm -hmm. And then we started and uh, Joe's told me to, to he will carry my bag the first time. Mm -hmm. But told me I you know a heavyweight uh, mm -hmm. champion. <laughs> it was really tough first day mm -hmm. because the steep was so the hardest day. Hardest day. Hardest really. day. And now I'm so thankful I just started there. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I would be if I not had started with you, and Joe's, mm -hmm. and Daniel this day, and if I had were able. To, to, to make it by myself. Uh, how many times I told you I, I did much of sports and I was used to push myself over, over the limit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even when I can't go any further and I have to, uh, what it was... Vomit, yep. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, it happened. Mm -hmm. And we had uh, the, the, the pre-season mm -hmm. football. 
Yeah. He pushed us until we, yeah, and it was fine. I, I did it years ago. And the first day, it felt like like it was written somewhere in a book, and I was just the actor who, who acted this book because mm -hmm. the day was just perfect. Mm -hmm. In the evening, I never, f uh, never, never, no, never a lie. I really long time I didn't felt exhausted like that. It's physically, physically, physically yeah. exhausted, but my mind was so so happy. Yeah, you were elated, and we were too. When we saw you make it up that last hill. Yeah, and and uh, you you didn't see the this, this, this hostel. I think I had to go miles further, mm -hmm. and when I see, I was so happy. But mm -hmm. I made it, and even the people I met there, and no days later we, we met on the Camino. It's so great, and I really can't can can explain what what's happening here. Mm -hmm. um, I get up every morning at 6 o'clock, mm -hmm. 6.30. That is really not my time, really not. Mm -hmm. But I get up, even alone, and I... Um, I'm excited about what the day is going to bring. Mm -hmm. And this is a feeling I lost for many years, to be excited about life. Because life felt boring the last years. Mm -hmm. It was so awful. It wasn't no life. It was to being there, yeah. like a fish in a, you know. I hope the fish feel happy. If not, please set them free. <laughs> <laughs> Let them out. Uh, Let them out. But uh, I felt like, uh, like yeah, in a in a, in a prison. Mm -hmm. uh, and oh, I know that this prison is, is well, was, still is, mm -hmm. but it's uh, the prison is even bigger and not all doors are closed now. Mm -hmm. And I get up every day and uh, I was sitting here just in a park in, in Poblola mm -hmm. and uh, it's a beautiful day. I'm looking forward to tomorrow and uh, I know tomorrow 24 kilometers. The last days were so hard, everything hurts. My feet, my, my, my legs, mm -hmm. my everything hurts. But I'm not afraid. I'm. Uh, Forward. And I feel how this Camino is helping me to to fight those depressions. Mm -hmm. I feel so much joy here and all the people mm -hmm. I met. It's from the first day on, four, four, five or four days, I just mm -hmm. <coughs> see smiling people. Mm -hmm. From I think it's it's more difficult to say a country I didn't met yet. Uh, then to name one, I, uh, yeah. uh, you know what I mean, yeah. you, you know what I'm talking We've about. We've met so many people from so, so many different places around the world. Just awesome. Yeah. Uh, Brazilian, t t in the morning, mm -hmm. <coughs> uh, in front of my hostel, mm -hmm. uh, I dried my, my things in the, in the dryer mm -hmm. and uh, just went out for a cigarette and there was a guy in the morning with a road map and a bike and, mm -hmm. oh, hi, he looked at me, he just smiled mm -hmm. my hand and uh, I'm George from Panama. Mm -hmm. And we talked, and uh, it's normal. Um, everybody helps each other. When mm -hmm. you see something, you, someone you don't know, mm -hmm. on the way, and oh, he's standing there. He mm -hmm. asks, "Is everything okay? Can yes. I help you? You need something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, you, oh, my last shirt. I gave it to mm -hmm. you. No problem. Mm -hmm. And this is awesome. And this is experience. Experience on the one side to 
to fight against the the sickness mm -hmm. uh, or to, to heal myself. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, I see how this world is connected. And uh, you, you, when I'm at home, Germany, I think, in USA as well, when you turn on the news, 90% bad news. Yes, yeah. I absolutely agree. I mean, I think the news especially, checking your internet, seeing the CNN alerts, it makes you lose faith in humanity. And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head talking about the Camino. I mean, traveling in general restores my faith because you meet great people from around the world, yeah. you have great conversations, you learn that about 99% of the people are good. Um, and maybe 1% are just unlucky or confused. And the Camino especially brings that out. It just, it just feels like a bunch of people from everywhere with one common goal. And it was, it was so great, you know, the night we were in Orison, the, you know, the first night after our first walk, mm -hmm. people going around and saying why they were there. And almost everyone said, I'm not sure why I'm here, yeah, which is I kind, of, kind yeah, of a yeah. beautiful metaphor for life too. I'm not sure why I'm here, but I'm going to do it. Should be should make the best out of it. Yeah. Make the best out of it, yeah. And it seems like everyone's been doing that, and and you especially. I mean, every every time I see you in the in the same town that I get to, you know, we, we walk about 15 kilometers, 20 kilometers a day. You have a big big smile on your face, and it's very nice to see. So I'd, I'd love to hear because we're going to have a conversation in a month or a month and a half and just to just to see how you did yeah. I'm, I'm, we're going to record it and just to see and, and you said from the get-go on on the train when i met you you said you know i i you, you said the goal is not to finish it the goal is just to do it and to do as as well as you can so what do you hope that conversation looks like with with you and me in a month or a month and a half from now what do you what do you hope and you know it doesn't have to be i hope i finish it but what do you hope you learn about yourself or your outlook on on the world or life in general i have no is it is it uh, accept, ex expectation. expectation no expectation i just wanted to start the camino mm -hmm. and many people ask me are you going to santiago mm -hmm. and i said i don't know <laughs> if i'm going to mm -hmm. but i'm heading to <laughs> that's yeah? right that's I right i don't know if i will arrive mm -hmm. i just say Santiago is the dream. Mm -hmm. It's not the finish. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. my finish is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. When I say it can't give an hour, my, my, my ankle breaks. I don't mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been here. I try to. Mm -hmm. I come back later. Yeah. But there's no pressure inside. Mm -hmm. That's because I'm here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You started. It's my Camino. Yep. And some people do it for competition. Yeah. They wake up at six o'clock, six and three minutes, mm -hmm. they left and run away. Mm -hmm. That's not mine, and I just will tell you how far I came. Mm -hmm. So I will be happy this or this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we when we will phone in a month, mm -hmm. I won't be sad. Perhaps if my ankle breaks, of course, then. <laughs> sure, yeah. But sure. it's uh, I'm forced to stop. Mm -hmm. It's not my decision. Yes. But like uh, everyone who asked me, of course, or the doctor, mm -hmm. I was uh, I'm, I'm I'm going one week. And I'm telling how I feel and everything's fine. And mm -hmm. He asked me, Flo, are you sure you will not hate yourself mm -hmm. for not finishing the Camino? Mm -hmm. And it was a really good question. Mm -hmm. And uh, the second good advice he told me, Flo, it's an awful idea to do the Camino 
first you have to finish everything here is what is uh, what is in charge what you have to what is important mm -hmm. yeah everything must be fine here mm -hmm. the home has to be safe you can't walk 820 kilometers through spain mm -hmm. when you're thinking all of the time what is awaiting me what i have to do when i come back back in germany yeah. back home yeah yep. and that was um, a really great advice mm -hmm. so i told you that it's what difficult to do things and this this Comino, this idea to doing the Comino was for many many time the first thing i really really want, wanted to do mm -hmm. i told you there was no joy in my life mm -hmm. yeah I, just hang around and drink alcohol, sit in front of the PlayStation head. There was nothing. Mm -hmm. And suddenly, I felt I wanted to do this. It felt easier mm -hmm. because there was a dream. Yeah. Uh, there was a. I wanted to do something, and this felt so great. He asked me to be sure that, like I said, I don't hate myself. It don't fit into the Camino. And I said no. I just feel like the beginnings. What. Uh, what is really important to me and uh, like I told you if you weren't there thank you and Joe said uh, I'm surely would not sit here in this park perhaps I would still sit in social <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Social. still but, still touring <laughs> it <laughs> so the last four days just were perfect and the you experience as well the Camino it's it's not a normal it's it's not a way you walk mm -hmm. sometimes you have to climb mm -hmm. this yeah. way yeah. you have to climb up you have to climb down uh, it's about 30 centimeters and you look on the left and 10 meters down and mm -hmm. then oh fuck, I have to <laughs> care about myself yes. and you see signs and you, you can't even everything hurts and you mm -hmm. said oh just eight kilometers with your backpack and just 140 kilos <laughs> nice one and everything hurts but you keep going on mm -hmm. you're talking to yourself you're talking to the pain inside you mm -hmm. yeah uh, uh, i do it mm -hmm. uh, i talk to the pain mm -hmm. and uh tell him that i'm his master yes not he's mine yeah yeah you work and, for me pain i don't work for you uh that's a, a, a advice I, I read from a monk and he mm -hmm. does it all his life i, I just mm -hmm. tried it and uh, it helped a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the pain came back, but uh, of course. ten minutes I had uh, it was it was, it was mm -hmm. quiet. And this feeling to to arrive and to the see all these faces, mm -hmm. one you saw in the morning, the other you saw two days ago, and he's smiling. And I don't remember no name, but great you're here. Mm -hmm. Or you even see new faces every day, every every hour. Mm -hmm. And you can talk to everyone. Just go to him. When, when you're in America, in Germany, I think, all over the world, mm -hmm. when you see a beautiful woman, uh, yeah, we'll speak to her. No, on the Camino, just go ahead. Mm -hmm. say, hey, yeah, I'm just go. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm Heidi. I'm from Germany as well. I was mm -hmm. a model. Now we're working in America. Oh, Heidi. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean, right? <laughs> yes. Um, it's, it's a big group of, of, of friends. Mm -hmm. I promise you. If I don't finish it, I will. Next year, I will go to Santiago. I'll share that promise with you. 
I'll, I'll finish it as well. Fist bump. Fist bump. Flow <laughs> gel. <laughs> we should name it. We'll take a like a like a energy drink. That's right. Yeah. Flow gel. <laughs> Flow gel energy drink. It gives you power <laughs> to do El Camino. Keeps you on the top of the mountain. <laughs> well, Flow, I think yeah. I think your story. Yeah, I specifically wanted to interview you about this, not just because I already enjoy talking to you in general, and we've had some great talks as it is, but I think your story is incredibly inspiring and so relatable as well. I think a lot of people get to points in their lives where they feel like they have nothing to work for, or they feel stuck, um, yes. and uh, that usually leads to depression. And to have something like this where even before you get there, you're looking forward to it, and then every day you do it, you have a goal and you share a common goal with a, a wonderful community. Right. I, I'm not saying it's the cure. I don't know if it is, but I, I think it absolutely helps. And I, I think everyone here is here for a reason, whether they know it or not. And they're, they're trying to figure that out. And so you and I are going to finish this at some point and I, and I cannot wait for us to. And I, I hope anyone listening, uh, if they're interested, looks up El Camino, looks up the different routes and hopefully does it themselves one day. So Flo, so great talking to you. Thank you. There's one last, last sentence. Please. Um, I thought about, and this is one I, I will keep. People ask me all of the time, are you fine? Because we see we can't move. And, and until the body is wrecked, but I'm fine. So thank you. Thank you, Flo. And thank you for listening to Hostile Homies. Hostile Homies, thank you so much for listening to episode 52 with Flo Gabriel. Tune in to next week's episode where I have a follow-up with Flo to see how far he made it on El Camino. If you haven't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe on iTunes, anywhere that podcasts are listened to. And if you have the time, please leave us a positive review. Thanks for listening.